We're continuing the conversation today of a life change story, my brother Matt, and just hearing of the impact of the pain in his past. And and so, so much so that we wanted to put this in two parts. So if you missed the first part, go back and listen to part one of this life change story with Matt. Um, but today we're going to kind of turn the corner and and explore what healing can look like for our brother Matt through Celebrate Recovery. Welcome to Hope and Recovery. This is a Fellowship Celebrate Recovery podcast that shares hope, healing for our mental, spiritual, emotional, and relational journey through life change stories and recovery topics, all centered around the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5 and the Celebrate Recovery principles where Jesus helps us to face our hurts, hangups, and habits so that we can walk in that newness of life as he died for us on the cross for us to experience. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. My name is Rodney. I'm the ministry leader at Fellowship Roger Celebrate Recovery. And uh, so good to be back with you today as we continue this conversation around life change uh, through a brother in Christ, Matt. Well, Matt, thanks for coming back and finishing this conversation with us. A powerful story as we turn the corner to, to hearing a little bit about the life change. Uh, thanks for coming back and, and finishing this conversation with us, man. My pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself and we'll continue the conversation. Yep. Uh, so I'm a grateful believer in Jesus and I, I struggle with lust, anxiety, low self-esteem and codependency. And my name is Matt. Hey, Matt. Welcome back, man. We've been talking about the you know, the story, the pain, and we've got a lot of pain points that you described, you know, abuse as a seven, eight year old, uh, a car accident. Um, now, you know, I've got cancer in my kidney and I'm battling a lot here. That's a lot. Any of those separate from those cells are enough, right? but you've got all those. So as you're kind of taking all this now, you're, you're going into, living the rest of your life. And that accident happened 10 years ago. Um, you, as you mentioned prior, you had a transactional view of your relationship with Jesus as you're kind of coming into this new way of life now, still struggling with pornography. What, what's that 10 years after the accident look like holding all this pain? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's Matt's life look uh, like? Uh, Still struggling, uh, yes and no. I mean, yes, in the sense that there's a there's a guy that we both know it, uh, through CR, um, and he says you're you're either working on your recovery or, or you're working on your relapse. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's some sense of um, just kind of being diligent and and um, and just knowing that if I'm if I'm choosing to not spend time with the Lord um, yeah. and and have Him love on me, then and relapse is very possible. Uh, but no, uh, uh, pornography has been out of the picture for a while now. And, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, it, you know, I, I came into CR in 2019 for the mm-hmm. first time after way too much fear and thought. And uh, so you're still just to paint the picture then. So you're six years removed from the accident, still battling pornography at that yes, point. Yeah. Okay. Then, then you 
you walk through the doors. What got you to walk through the doors of Celebrate Recovery? What was your breaking point? As we say, you have to hit your bottom. Right. What What was it? The thing that said in 2019. You know what? I'm tired of sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. What got you through the doors of Celebrate Recovery? Did somebody tell you about it? What? How did you? How did no, you get I, there? I had heard about CR. In fact, I think I believe I came uh, to this campus 12 years ago or something, and. Uh, a friend of mine brought me because because of pornography, and I, mm. I came one time and never came back just yeah. because of fear. Not for me. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that fear can be like, crippling, right? Yes, I mean, it, 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 we can become frozen. Yeah. It's like, gosh, the the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. fear of change, and so not quite ready, as right. we say. Sometimes the pain has to become greater than the fear. Right. right. So you come. That's interesting. So, I didn't yeah. know that you came and and didn't you know left and didn't right. come back. How long did it take you to actually come back? So then, yeah, it was it was probably ten years later that I came back, um, and I I was living. I just moved back to Arkansas from Idaho. Um, I was a bit of a nomad in my twenties, so I was and I guess thirties, but. Um, so I just moved back to Arkansas from Idaho and, and I came back and for whatever reason I thought, Oh, I'll, I'll move to Arkansas it, and, and pornography will just be out of the picture. Hmm. Um, I guess I thought a change of climate would do that, but it, it didn't. I mean, I still struggled. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, I came back and struggled for a few weeks and, and just kind of thought this is, Something has to change, and I've tried everything. I've tried all the all the blockers, all the you know all the accountability, which are great resources. But I thought I've never tried this this celebrate recovery thing that I'm terrified of, and I just it was it was like God was saying maybe this thing that you are most scared of will be the most helpful, and you, mm. just, you just have to trust me and jump you know cannonball into the water. Wow! Um, and so uh, I did a. I found one on a Tuesday night because I thought, man, there's no way I'm going to commit to a Friday night. I just, you know, it's the weekend. <laughs> it's my night. That's right. Yeah. So I found a Tuesday night and I, I remember I talked to the, the pastor uh, on the phone and, and uh, just so I could put, you know, maybe, maybe it feels like I know somebody kind of. And so I, that, that first Tuesday, I sit in the parking lot for half an hour and I eventually call this guy and he says, Hey, are you lost? And I said, no, I'm, I'm in the parking lot. <laughs> I've been here an hour. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of just says, man, come in. I'm the tall guy. And I just thought, all right, if I, if I open my car door to get out, I'm going all in. And, mm. and I, that's kind of what I've done, you know, wow. I, first night, I mean, first night, um, I believe she's been on this box, but, uh, Angela Imhoff, um, shared her testimony and, and I mean, I'm at the edge of my seat or on the edge of my seat and I'm just crying. And I thought, man, if this is what celebrate recovery is, I'm in, Hmm. uh, picked up a blue chip and kind of haven't looked back since. Um, wow. And so it's been a, you know, it's been a process. Um, So you jump in and, um, so you, yeah, so the power of testimonies, by the way, your testimony is doing the same for someone else, which is cool to think about as they're listening, hopefully kind of prompting their heart that, gosh, if God can do this in Matt's life, maybe he can do it in mine. But so you get in to small groups. Do you go to the open share small groups? What's that look like? I did. Again, I was I was terrified, but I, I thought this this scary thing is a good thing. And so 
open chair was, I mean, this was a small, you know, we had maybe 20 people a night. Yeah. And so an open chair was, as you can imagine, even smaller. Sure. Um, it, it just was another time of, I, I, I don't know the words I'm supposed to say. I don't know how to say I'm a grateful believer or mm-hmm. the order, but yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to talk. And, yeah. And so that's, that's what I just, I started doing. And, wow. and, um, you know, there's a, a great picture that I think of, of, uh, it's too, maybe too much set up to set up, but Atlas is this, uh, statue of a Greek God, right? Mm. He's, he's knelt down, has the, the world on his shoulders. Mm. And there's a book that I read called Atlas Shrugged. And anyway, one character says to another, you know, do you know what I would tell Atlas if I could talk to Atlas? And the other character says no. And she says, I would tell Atlas to shrug. And so, you know, she's like, Atlas is, he's knelt down, he's weak, he's bloodied, he's sweating because of the weight that's on his shoulders. Mm. But all he has to do is this simple thing of shrugging and that in the world, the weight will fall off and he can stand back up, he can wipe his brow. Wow. Um, And so confession uh, and being vulnerable is a simple thing. It's not always easy. Mm. Um, but I think about how simple it is to say, man, Hey Rodney, man, I, I messed up yesterday yeah. and, and here, here it is. But it's like, as soon as I say that, that the, the weight of this the, the rolled weight I was off. carrying, yeah, it just yeah. falls right off. What a great picture. I love that yeah. you shared that. So, and it's important too, you know, confession, um, is not just what we have done, but what has happened to us. Yeah. And, and so even thinking about the step study small group when I don't know how long it took for you to get into a step study from that point, but as you're getting into that step study and you're through open share small group and step study small group, beginning to process uh, the things that have been done to you, which is a big part of that inventory process. And ultimately how did that affect and damage me? And what's my part, the things that I do as a result, I find myself doing what what did you learn through that process? If you're kind of giving us, hey, here's here's a big takeaway that I learned about me, maybe that I learned about God, that I learned about just my walk. What what's some a couple takeaways that you learned in that process? Yeah, I think uh, certainly the first thing was that that uh, I'm I'm not this lesser, weaker uh, twin mm. that that that. Um, Things with my uncle or the accident were, were bad things, but but they just happened. They don't. They didn't define me. Maybe that's mm. what. Maybe that was the big thing. Is that uh, I, uh, you know, how I would define myself or my, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, anyway, just how I would define myself was, was kind weird. of identity. Identity. Be, that's yeah. the word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. But yeah. I I would identify myself as as this guy that things happen to, or that is, I, I, I'm never quite good enough, whatever the situation is. Well, and I just, I don't, I don't want to go past that really fast. Cause that's a big shift in your core belief system. Right. Right. It's right. like, Oh yeah, I don't see myself as a lesser and oh no, by the way, right. but this is, that's a big deal <laughs> because that, that, that really affects the way you interact with God, yourself and others, and even circumstances with that, seemingly minor shift, but monumental shift (laughs) in your thinking. It's like to really go from, I'm the lesser one. I'm the defective one to now what? I I love saying I'm a, I'm a child of the King. Um, Mm. And so, you know, I'm a a son and I, I, and believe in it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm certainly not perfect. I'm I'm going to screw up. I'm going to, 
I'm going to mess whatever up. And, and, but it's nice to know that or nice. It's awesome to know that God's going to run out to me and meet me uh, when I'm, wow. when I'm come, walking back with my head hung low. And just to know that there's, God's not going to, there's nothing I can do to make God love me more or love me less. Right. Um, and, and so just that, that's who I am now. Um, and I'm not, I'm not wanting to, or trying to abuse his grace. And, um, but it, it is just like, yeah, I'm, I'm mad. I'm a, I'm a child of the King. I'm loved by the King and, and, and I've got a great father and, um, that, that other stuff is just, that's not who I am anymore. Right. You know? and it's, uh, yeah. Well, and that's so, so important. This is one of the reasons why we do our introductions in Celebrate right. Recovery. I'm a believer. I'm a child of the King right. versus I'm the defective one. Right. right. And you walked into CR thinking I'm the defective right. one. Right. And no wonder you found yourself doing these behaviors that would confirm what you're believing. Right. right. If I believe I'm a defective then I do things that defective people do. Right. Right. And right. so that big shift, I'm a believer who struggles. And, and thanks for reminding us. We all still struggle. That's part of the beauty of grace. We're not abusing it, but we're in this maturing process. Um, we're not who we used to be, um, but we're not who we want to be yet. Right. right? <laughs> you know, th- but thank God we're not who we used to be. Hey friends, if you're looking for a meeting, please don't face your recovery. Please don't face your hurts, hangups, and habits and relationship struggles on your own. You were not designed to do this on your own. There is help. The Lord wants to join you in this, and he's got a great body, the body of Christ. Celebrate recovery that would love to come alongside you. Come see us on a Friday night, Fellowship Fayetteville, Fellowship Rogers. Go to fellowshipcr.org for more information. So man, so as you're kind of identifying, I love that shift from defective, broken to a child of the king. How did that transform in what we see as we're looking at Matt in his life as you begin to take in these new beliefs and honor the pain? which it sounds weird to say, honor the pain of abuse, because that's a really horrific thing that you went through, and you didn't deserve that. Um, Not guilty. It's not my fault. What you were believing it was your fault. Maybe I deserve this. Um, You honor the pain. You organize it. You write it down. You share it with a brother in Christ. Uh, You share it in the context of small groups. Mm -hmm. You share it with God. And ultimately, he brings that that healing to your heart. Um, how does that now change who you are moving forward as a man now married? Uh, <laughs> how does that process of facing the pain and getting honest about the lies and replacing it with healing and, and new truths that change who you are? And, and what has it done for you in your life today? Yeah, I think uh, I, I've just through going like through this, that process. And, um, I don't know if this quite answers the question, but it, it's just, it's so much better to be vulnerable with other people and, and to have a community of believers around you. You know, I've, I've thought about, um, you know, especially with the accident at uh, post accident, there were times that I, I didn't want to do anything. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to get out of bed. It's frozen. And, numb. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and, Depression, so, depression. Oh yeah. yeah. But I, I can, you know, you think of a, of a stagnant pond that, that 
um, is just disgusting and, and who knows what's growing in it. And, but the, what's great about community is that, you know, the community around me at that time wouldn't let that pond stagnate. So they, they had their sticks and they were stirring the water for me. Um, and so like that, that's, I, I still need that, you know, mm. I still need great community around me to, for, for good reminders. But then the flip side is I get to be that for somebody else. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully yeah. I can be encouragement and, and, and remind people of, of God's truth. And, um, and so like that, uh, those two elements I think are, um, are why community is so great. And, and one, one big takeaway from celebrate recovery is, uh, is, is that it's one thing to have a friend, but mm. it's another thing to have this community. Um, yeah. And so that, that's something that I've cherished yeah. and, and, and have really loved even this morning with my buddy, you know, going, doing those steps, doing we, a hike. We, kind of a deal. Yeah. We're not the, the hike is fun. The exercise is great, but we're there for each other to, to Just dig to in. Connect. To, yeah. Yeah. So it's not vulnerability. About yes. Which yes. That, that's, that's a pretty big shift for you. And I mean, cause you went from hiding your emotions right. what you're feeling, what you're experiencing to now being vulnerable. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love. I mean, even as we've interacted, you just, you're very raw and just, this is what's going on. Yeah. And that, that's a, that's a muscle that you've learned to work and grow right. in your recovery in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. So I'd never, never thought that I'd be there. I'd be here. Yes. So man, I know you were kind of saying, hopefully I'll be that for other people, but you are being that for other people. How's God using you now, um, to impact others in your life? What's that look like? I, I think, you know, the immediate answer is that I, I get to be a sponsor uh, to a few guys, which is great. Uh, sometimes I, I want to say, I have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> but I've got two ears and I'll listen to you, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so there's that. And, and yes, you know, just got, got married about a year ago and it's been uh, stretching and growing and <laughs> wonderful and amazing uh, woman. Uh, yes. Yeah. She could do, so much better, but uh, <laughs> say three nice she, things. Yeah, about you. <laughs> but, but, but even that, uh, learning how to communicate better with her, and, excuse me, uh, just to be been, vulnerable with her, be vulnerable with her. And, yeah. and, and even she's helping me dig in more because it's, it's, yeah. she wants to know, Hey, how are you feeling? And why are you feeling this way? Wow. And, uh, and it's, I can't just give her a, I'm fine. Yeah. Answer, you know, when you're leading small groups, I know yes, there's a yeah. bunch of men that are under your leadership uh, with your co-leader and um, just, I love just the picture and what a great encouragement for those that are listening that, that if you're hurting, God won't waste the hurt. You just got to give it to him and trust the process. So it's making a decision to invite him in a community. And you talked about community in our church is so important and then trusting the process and that right. process is scary. And at first it was like, I'm out. Right. <laughs> but thank God you came back, man. Cause I'm just thinking about the impact that you're making on other people's life, man is, is we're talking about that person listening. That's um, maybe, maybe it's a completely different story. It's like, I haven't been abused. I've not been in a car accident. I've never had cancer, but I'm hurting. Right. What what would you say to that person that's listening, kind of doubting that maybe they are believing that core belief that I am defective, 
that maybe maybe this is just my destiny kind of thing. What would you say to encourage them to try a new narrative, a new path in their life toward healing? What would you say to encourage them? Uh, first, I would say you're not you're not broken, and and it, it is the, the scariest thing in the world for me at the time was was telling somebody else what's going on, um, and, or that I, you know. How could God do whatever I think, you know, whatever I was thinking about? And hmm. so I think my encouragement would be uh, no matter how scary it is, or if you think it's not going to work, um, if you've, you know, if you've never tried to be vulnerable with a believer in Christ, go talk to that person, open up and, hmm. and like allow them to catch you, right? Give them the opportunity to, to listen and hopefully encourage you and just get some of that weight off of you. Yeah. Uh, cause we're not, we weren't created to hold all this stuff in and, mm. and hopefully, you know, hope, hope that it goes away. That's not what we're supposed to do. And, uh, or at least I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. And, yeah. and so my, yeah, my encouragement would just be try do that scary thing and be vulnerable with, with somebody else, with somebody that you trust. Uh, but if you don't, you know, if, if you don't know somebody like that, go, go find somebody that, you know, is a believer in Christ and, mm. um, and, and let them encourage you, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's been said, you know, vulnerability is a shame killer, hmm. right? If I can be honest about the pain sitting in my body and my heart, my mind, um, it will begin to break that down and, and, um, yeah, take that dead pond and bring life to it. Right. Right. Things start to grow and life begins to happen. And right. I love that, that picture. Well, man, I appreciate your heart and, um, and thank God that, um, you came back and, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we're, we're friends, consider you a friend, but, but grateful to be a brother in Christ with you, man. And just seeing the fruit and, uh, now watching your marriage and what God is doing to just bless you. And, and I'm grateful that you don't see yourself as that defective, that you see yourself as a child of the King, um, that makes my heart sad to think that that little boy believed that for so long, yeah. but helps me praise God even more knowing what you now believe today. And right. the man that you are today is making a difference. And, and I just appreciate the impact that you're making on my life, just about being in my life, but also these other guys in step study and your sponsees and, and now your wife. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty, pretty cool gift, man. Thanks for being with us today. And I appreciate your vulnerability and sharing your story, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Love it. Bet. Well, I hope that blessed your heart here in that life change story. There's nothing more powerful. Is there just hearing a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ for that matter, just sharing the life change. And I love the hope that, comes out of that message and i love that 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 central message again that he said in his prior podcast if i open the car door i'm going all in i just want to keep that in your heart if you're if you've got your hand on the handle and you're ready to walk in the door can i just encourage you to open that door turn the handle walk in take that first step make a decision and follow the and trust the process hey if you'd like to join us in this journey we call recovery as always we want to just keep inviting you come see us on a friday night uh Fayetteville or rogers 6 p.m for connection cafe 7 p.m for the meeting thanks for being with us we hope you'll join us next time until then god bless